Yo, what's up guys? 65 Looks here back with another episode. This one titled The Dedicated Magazine Super Show Recap. Today is Tuesday as I'm recording this episode. I'm here chilling out again in the living room in front of my laptop. Got the mic hooked up and I mean, the show was awesome. I'm excited and um, since it's still fresh in my mind, I got to talk about it you know i gotta let you guys know how it went down for those of you that couldn't make it that live in southern california whether it's like 15 minutes away from the show 30 an hour to two hours you missed out if you weren't there you definitely missed out and man i wish you guys were there i wish you guys were there to share the experience of what went down on saturday so um so the show, new episode, this is episode 140. Um, we're gonna, you know, like last one, divide some topics. So we're gonna start things off with the dedicated magazine recap. And then at the end, I'm gonna give you guys my thoughts. Um, next section will be the uh, an event, which is uh, coming up the next model event. And also uh, we're gonna finish things up with uh, talking about low rider model car parts. So uh, let's get right into it. All right. So as you guys know it, last week I recorded a podcast leading up to the dedicated magazine super show. And, you know, I want to first off apologize to the guys because way back before the show, we had talked about, you know, getting together and doing an episode together, um, you know, and this is with with Willie uh, with David, George, and Art Lasky, and, you know, we tend to uh, do an episode together, so we get to talk about the show, right, and, um, and this was something that we had talked about, like, you know, let's get the an episode together for it, and whatnot, but then, leading up to the thing, like, I just got super busy with a lot of stuff, and um, it's my bad, because I didn't really... I didn't come through on my part. You know, I know if I would have reached out to them and been like, yo, let's do it on like a Tuesday or something, they would have all been like, cool, let's do it, you know? Um, but there was just so much that was on my plate these last couple months that it was just like hard. That I was like, dang, there's just no way. And once it was getting closer, I was just like, dude, like these guys are already going to be traveling. They're doing their last finishing touches to the, everything. And it's just going to be so I had to do that episode. For sure, to spread word and let people know, you know. But uh, sorry, guys, for that. But we won't do that again next time. Um, we'll make sure that it goes down. So let's get right into it. Um, Saturday was the day of the show. So for the week, I had spent time picking out what I was going to take. Um, there, there's like a, a range of different items that I have on my online store. And obviously, I was not going to be able to take everything that I have there on the store. So I had to pick and choose and be very careful of my selections of what I was going to take. So because, you know, I'm doing this by myself, I'm carrying all this stuff by myself. So I didn't want to like overdo it and bring so much stuff. And then it's just like um, difficult to bring it in and bring it out. So once I had everything all, all set, I... Um, had to uh, sleep in early, you know, Friday night 
as excited as I was, I knew, yo, I need to go to sleep early. I need to, I can't stay up because then I'm not going to feel good the following morning. So I fell asleep early, um, had everything already packed, ready to go. I woke up early in the morning. I must have gotten up like about five in the morning. Just loaded things up in the car real quick and took off. I did record a clip in the morning when I'm driving out and um, I, I made my way, you know, towards the area and I, I contacted Armando and was like, Armando Flores, and I was like, yo, um, let's get together, you know, let's get some breakfast out there before the show. So we met up, Armando Flores, Juan Amesqua, and myself, um, and we hit up one of the local Denny's right off the freeway, off the 5 freeway, and, um, you know, we, we just had breakfast, and we hung out for maybe like 30, 40 minutes or so, just kind of just chilling, and... Um, then I had to leave because I had to be there by 8 a.m. That's the time when the vendors were able to load because the show's gonna start at nine. So by the time we wrapped up breakfast, I headed over and uh, I showed up to the hotel. And r right away, you know, I, I run into Mike from down the scale and also Joe from Arizona, that's also from down the scale said what's up and they told me you know because they knew I was going to be vending and I also asked them like you know should I go through here or, or where you know because it's like a pretty big hotel and they were like no nah, dude um if you go through the side find the parking there's like the main end like another entrance um for that room where they're gonna be so I was like oh cool made my way and I mean I found like some very convenient parking obviously I was there early in the morning but some of the guys who were entering the the contest uh were there uh dave mcgowan uh mike orth was there he came all the way from up north and and it was cool you know said what's up and and it was like time for me to start bringing my stuff in and as i'm bringing in my stuff i was just like dude the, like everything just looked very convenient because right across the street walking distance was like a chick-fil-a um you know like I would say not even a block away, you know, maybe like a five minute walk. There was an in and out right there that I had mentioned last week. So once I got into the spot, it's like I didn't even have to walk that far carrying my stuff. I was already in. And as I walk in, you know, I started to see the kind of like the behind the scenes of Dedicated Magazine, you know, the, every, the staff, everybody just working together, getting everything ready, setting up the tables, um, the banners, the displays, everything was just starting to come together. They had an hour, you know, pretty much about the same time as I was getting there to set up. So they were there, you know, earlier, but they were doing some other prep stuff, but now they had to like put together the, the finishing touches to this whole production that they were doing. And it was cool because I got to see all this and I got to film a little bit, um, which is all that's included in a video that I posted on my Instagram. If you go to, uh, if you look up Scale Writers on Instagram, you'll find that video clip that I just posted today. And I mean, you see everybody just mingling, talking, getting everything together. And it's just cool because we haven't seen each other in more than a year, you know, maybe a year and a half. For most of us, it's, it's been a while. There hasn't been any shows. So it was nice to see everybody. And, you know, little by little, we're just like, everyone's bringing in their stuff. 
that's gonna vend. Um, I I will set up uh, right next to on my on my left hand side next to Art Lasky and on my right hand side uh, Frankie. Most of you guys know him on Instagram as uh, Boulevard Resin. And uh, we were pretty much gonna be vending together on one side. In the center was the display uh, where they were having their 90s theme display diorama with all the trucks. On the left side of that, um, Showcase Hobbies was also, he came all the way from up north, he made the trip, he was there. And I can't remember uh, off the top of my head right now what other vendors were there next to him, but I know that more on that side, we had, they had the DJ and then there's also like the, the displays of the plaques and, and all, the, all the awards, you know. So um, there was rows of tables and I mean, it's interesting to see, it's almost like the calm before the storm, you know, it's interesting to see like that the tables are pretty cleared, except for, you know, the, uh, the, the 90s theme because they're starting to build the diorama pieces, putting it all together. But just seeing all the tables empty is, is kind of like, all right, here we go, you know? And I mean, it was already like 8.55, five minutes before nine and it was kind of quiet. You know, everybody was kind of quiet, like, already adding the finishing touches i was already set up like you know i was taking my time pulling everything out of the boxes the containers and setting up the models here uh the glues the um sanding sticks and you know all the, all the various miscellaneous pieces of tools setting it all up but i was already ready and i was just kind of just chilling you know frankie was ready art was ready like everybody was pretty much ready it was just like we were inside, you know, um, the doors were kept closed, but you know, the times that I was walking in and out was the only time that I could see, um, people outside, you know, and I did see, you know, I recognize most of the people, you know, the people we know, um, that are going to be participating. But then I also started to see some people that I hadn't met yet. So that was going to be interesting. And, and it's one of these things, you know, when, when you're having an event, you don't know how it's going to turn out. You don't know if uh, the place is going to get packed, if it's going to be like not that big of an attendance. You know, you, you really don't know. Anytime you throw a show, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to say you're taking a risk because I feel like it all depends why why is it that you're throwing the show you know if you're doing it because you want to make money and, and this and that then then yeah you know that risk factor a risk factor kicks in but if you're doing it for the labor of love and because you want to you know start something off and get and get things going then it's not really like that you know like i don't see that as a loss it's more just like cool like you know let, let's do it and I mean, it's it's one of these things where it's the unknown, you know. We we don't know like what's up, but everybody did their part to promote the show. And at the end of the day, I mean, people who knew about it, they already made their decision. You know, the moment they found out about the show, they made their decision if they're going or not. You know, um, the show had been announced a long time ago, so it's not like. You know, like, oh, I didn't know about this. Like, wait, 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 what do you, how could you not know? If, if you're like in the community, how could you not know? You know, 
Um, I could understand if you if you're not a model builder or nothing, and you know, and and you come across the post, I could understand that. But for someone who's in the model community and is in Southern California and knows people that build model cars and everything, there's just no excuse to say like, oh, I, I didn't even know that was going on. But um, a lot of people knew. I know people were working on their cars, getting things ready. Because, I mean, you have the pressure of a super show. So whatever category you're entering, your mindset is like, you know, I want to win an award. I want to take something memorable home with me because this is a super show. It's their first super show that they did. And a lot of these words mean a lot. You know, um, I know within years, they're going to mean even more. You know, uh, these are awards that definitely is like some some history in the making right there because it's going to be something that you're going to like this is going to be looked back on you know and i mean once the doors opened at nine it was showtime you know people started walking in people started you know paying the fee to get in um getting their paperwork because they were going to enter their cars so it's one of these things where you see everybody um walking around, looking for the tables um, that are suited for their cars, which they're going to enter for the event, right? Because there was all these various categories. So you see, I just saw everybody, you know, filling out forms, getting things ready, placing their cars, and, you know, just just getting things going. And, I mean, as soon as the doors opened and it was nine, then we got the green light to, to sell to Van because we weren't able to sell anything before that time, you know? Everybody was pretty respectful. There wasn't, you know, anything like, hey, hey, sell me, you know, sell me stuff. Um, so it was cool. And as far as, like, my table for my stuff, I knew that uh, one of the items that I had in my possession that, that was going to be a very sought after item that I knew was going to sell out very fast was um, Gavin's uh, wheels. You know, these wheels, I got it. I got them from him. Um, I want to say maybe a month prior to the show. And I, I didn't want to say anything yet. I waited maybe to like the middle of the month or two weeks out to say something that I was going to be having his uh, products there. Just because I knew that those wheels, you know, people are looking for them. People want them. Um, I know I know, you can order direct from him. He's all the way in Japan. And, I mean, he's creating these wheels. He's getting them chrome-plated in Japan. And, I mean, these are beautiful wheels. The best chrome-plating that I've ever seen in wheels. And, you know, I know I understand some people are a little like scared about ordering online. You know, some people don't believe in credit cards, you know, they don't even use PayPal or anything like that. So, you know, a lot of times it's like, if it's there, cool, you know? So in a way, when I had announced that I was gonna do the event, you know, we, we talked about it and, you know, I was, I'm very grateful that, you know, we, um, you know, he, he gave me that opportunity to be able to get his wheels in so I could sell them. And, you know, I, I got the sets that I could get from him because I know that also like quantities and, and there's limitations because I mean, um, you know, a lot of these are like, 
limited edition um, by the way they're being printed and then later there's you know there's more that get printed but at, the, at that time I could only get what I can get so I was cool with that and I mean those were like the first things that sold you know I, I kept them in a little box and then I just started laying them out and then you know people were, were, were buying them and I mean I would say probably within within 30 or maybe within that first hour they were gone they were all gone and and I had people hitting me up like hey do you have the wheels I have the wheels or someone told me you had them and I'm like dude I'm out bro I'm sorry you know and I remember <laughs> this one guy he but he came kind of late he already sh he showed up like in the afternoon and he was like oh man this is why I came <laughs> to the show so I wanted to I wanted to get those wheels they were gone you know and um it, it's just like a an early morning thing you know i i knew they were going to sell out quick there was no doubt about that you know so but it was like non-stop it was you know like as soon as it was nine um it, it was cool like i didn't know what to expect you know i wasn't going into this with high expectations like oh like i you know or pressuring myself like fuck i i better sell out or or you know all this stuff no no no. i wasn't even thinking about not that i was going to have fun i was going like you know what this is the first time i'm gonna do it i wasn't even nervous or anything i was just like excited to be there you know i was excited to like bring out the stuff and i was just having fun and and i knew that i was gonna ha you know talk and interact with people like that's gonna be dope that's fun like i don't mind doing that so um you know the show started we started getting everything, you know, going with that. And, I mean, time flew by, like, quick. And one of the cool things is, like, people that came up to the booth to uh, buy stuff, you know, some of them had mentioned they had heard me on the podcast before. So it was, like, first time meeting them. Or just, like, you know, we follow each other on Instagram. So that was that was cool. And, and it was cool because I had time to talk to everybody who came around the table. You know, I didn't want to make anybody feel like like I'm rushing them to buy something or rushing them to, like, end the convo. No, no, no. Like, if they wanted to kick it, it was cool. They could kick it, you know? I didn't mind because I was just, I was posted up. Um, and, I mean, this is the first time that it was different because I'm used to walking around, you know, and checking out models, taking photos, taking video and you know talking with people but this time i was just like i was vending this time this was different and it was a different experience seeing it from a vendor's perspective so it, it it's a trip because the area where i was at you know i had like art to my left and then frankie to my right and it was it's one of those things it's almost like when you go to the movies with your friends and you're sitting in the middle or you're on a flight and you're sitting in the middle and it's like at some point you want to get up and use a restroom or you know you want to like but you can't because i mean you could but then you don't want to bother them you know you don't you don't want to be like yo is it cool if you know if i could just like get out real quick because you know you're gonna have to come back you know so i i just kind of just chilled on my side and i mean most of the stuff was going down on the other side because they had the mic the dj was there the speakers were there so any any kind of announcements or you know, any activities that were going down was on that. I, I couldn't even hear. I, I, I didn't know what was going on. And, but, but also because I was busy. I was busy. People were, you know, buying stuff. I was trying to help people out with whatever questions they had. 
and um and that very moment is when I, I was realizing like dude I love this like I love what I'm doing right now you know um whatever I'm being asked like I have an answer answer for it you know it it it, it was just cool like being able to um answer those uh, questions and just listen to people's stories and and things about how they used to build and do stuff like back in the day that was that's always like pretty cool and once it was like noontime or before noon um props to the guys because one of the smartest things and i'm pretty sure sh some shows do this but i've been to some where they don't do this but uh willie got the mic and he made an announcement and he said that hey guys once it's noon um we're gonna have you know if everybody can please step out of the room we're only gonna have um, the dedicated staff and also vendors just be in the room because we're gonna uh, start the judging and you know obviously you know they need the space because this the place got packed it was like packed so like everybody stepped out and um, and it was cool because at that moment I was exhausted like I needed I was getting hungry I was, you know, thirsty. I needed to stay hydrated. I, I needed to, like, you know, sit down or go use the restroom, you know, just get out of the little space for a bit, you know, get some air. And, um, but I knew I knew the judging was going to take a while. I, I kind of, I think it took maybe an hour or less, but I, because there was so many cars that were there, like a lot, a lot, a lot of cars. And, um, but I could only see them from a distance. So finally, finally, <laughs> Um, it was just one of those things where I was like, all right, this is perfect. This is the time where I'm going to be able to take photos and video because I know that once they give the awards and once it's done, people are going to bounce and I'm not going to be able to get anything. And it was going to be very hard for me to just step out of my booth and go roam around, you know, it was just going to be hard. So I was like, this is the time. Perfect. So, you know, walked around, took photos and photos. I took as many photos as I could. But there was no way I was going to be able to take a photo of every car there. There was just too many cars. I feel like each class had a lot of cars. Like there was a lot of competition in each class. It wasn't just like, oh, this one class only has three cars. Or this other class only has one car. And they automatically get first place. You know, nah, dude. This was like, there was like 10 cars here you know, 15 here, or there was just like a lot of cars that I was like, dang, like I could just tell like this, like, I'm glad I'm not a judge, you know, I was just like, this looks, it looks kind of stressful, you know, I was like, good thing I'm not a judge, so I just took photos and, you know, little clips of, of videos, which, which I was like, I'll edit it later, and um, at that point, um, oh yeah, so I remember a back a little backstory right here. The night before, uh, one of my friends, Mark, who I recently met, and I even made a video of him on my uh, I want to say some of the latest like the last like YouTube videos I did, which he's in, and um, you know, Mark he he has a dually that was featured in the Lowrider Bicycle Magazine back in the day. And he's told me, dude, I still have all those models from back in the day, the Dooley and these other ones that I built. And um, he was like telling me, he called me and he was like, hey, um, 
you know, I'm gonna come to the event. And I'm like, dude, come through, you should do it. And he, he had asked me like, hey, is it cool if, if, uh, if I, you know, can possibly display one of my cards on your table so people can see it? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then I was just like, yeah, I just gotta see if I have the room too though, you know, but bring, bring it though, don't be discouraged, just bring everything. So Mark like brought all his stuff, right? The model cars, he also does the Hot Wheels, so he brought some of those too. And um, he got inside and, you know, he showed me, first he showed me all the uh, the uh, the cars, you know, and, and I was taking photos of them. And I took a lot of photos, close-ups and different angles, which later I'm gonna create a video for each car. And I mean, these cars had a lot of detail and they were, they were in great condition, you know, just well-preserved in their box for, I would say, 20 years or more. And, um, and as I'm talking to him, he, uh, he, he busts out with this, with this one car that had pinstriping on it. And, uh, and he told me, yeah, David Anthony Garcia, he pinstriped that, um, like a long time ago at Pegasus when he used to work there. And I was like, dang, no way. So then at some point I started to tell Mark, dude, you should, you should enter your cars in the contest. Like, why not? And he's like, nah, man, you know, I don't, I don't want to compete. Like, and I'm like, dude, don't even trip on that. Look at it as like, everyone who's here is going to be able to see your cars. You know, the, these are cars that you built. And, and especially like the Dooley being in the magazine and stuff, people are going to recognize that and these other cars. And um, so he got pumped and he's like, yeah, all right, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So right before the cutoff time i guess mark was like the last person that signed up for the contest so he had all his paperwork he filled it all out he got it to them and he he busted all his stuff right there right so finally like you know the judging's going down so that, that's that backstory and um the judging's going down and um mark came through got some food we hung out we ate and now I was like energized, I was powered up. Like, all right, cool, ready for round two, you know? Um, everybody was chilling outside. You could tell everybody was like ready, ready to get back in there and, and check everything out. Um, maybe some people went to the ATM, I don't know, you know? Maybe the final decisions were made of like, all right, cool, I'm gonna get that cutting mat finally, you know, before I leave here, I don't know. So then um, people come back in and and everybody's just roaming around, roaming around. And dude, it's a trip because there was this table on the right-hand side for me. And um, I saw like, I think it was like three or four of the of the RC Impalas, the, the Jebri's edition ones. And then there was like this huge, it looked like a monster truck or something, dude. I don't know, but those models, I mean, I mean, compared to the models, you know, they're RC cars, they look huge. And I was tripping out because um, what happened was that, like, when the person set them up, like, I don't know if they installed, like, a, like an engine system or something because it was, like, sound effects of it, like, turning on, like, a real car, like, running, you know? And, um, and, and you could hear it in the morning, and I was like, oh, damn. And then when they, when, like, they came back in, it was like again like they turned it on again and i and i was thinking like, you know what that's kind of that's pretty smart because it does catch the attention you know because a lot of people would turn around as soon as you know that revving sound would 
kick in, but I was just tripping out. Like, oh, dude, I think people were turning around thinking, damn, I'm going to get run over or something. But um, other than that, though, it, I mean, it's cool. Who doesn't want to see one of Jeffrey's RC cars there, you know? And um, at the same time, there was Hot Wheels there, too. Like, you know, it's just love for cars. So people come back, everyone's looking around, and, you know, um, I was thinking, nah, it might be a little slow now, you know, things are going to kind of dwindle down for, for me, but nah, it was like, people just kept coming back and buying stuff and, and more stuff. And I was like, wow, I was very grateful, you know, like, dang, like people were buying all this stuff in person and everything. And I'm getting to meet my customers, you know, I mean, a lot, like some of them I already know them, but there was some that I had met for the first time. There was a couple of people who I spoke with for the first time who, you know, are, um, they had questions regarding clear coating, they had questions regarding body work, uh, things of, you know, like that. And I was able to like, you know, give them some info on that, but I also told them, yo, like, let's, let's reconnect this convo on, on Instagram, you know, because there's still a lot to it. Um, I mean, it might sound complex, but it's really not, but I mean, definitely, you know, some type of guidance. So the show time back when everybody came back was, I think around 1 p.m. And then the show went on um, and around three is when they started to announce the awards. But during that whole time, they were also doing raffling. They were raffling stuff off and and um, and that was pretty cool. And, but the thing is I couldn't really hear, I didn't know what was going on because I, I, there's only so far I could see from where I was at. So I took some photos whenever they were out there, but I mean, they look kind of far, you know, like, like I'm like far away from everybody. And, um, so the words were going down 3 PM and I didn't know who won what yet, you know, because I couldn't hear, but then little by little, I started seeing some people kind of like packing up stuff, you know, like putting the models away and stuff. And, and I, I guess they were jamming. I don't know. I just started to see people like, kind of put some stuff away and it was like all right well it's three like the thing ends at four and i'm thinking like they still got an hour you know like just in my mind i'm just like man i would just chill you know uh, but who knows maybe they're waiting for that to see what's up and maybe you know they got some obligations i respect that um so then it was um like we're getting close to the end now the wrap up and I'm like dang that's crazy the day went by so fast and then by 3 345 Willie like tells everybody yo um we just got word that we got this room's got to be empty by four so we were like damn you know and everybody started like all the vendors started to like pack up I started to pack up ASAP you know but by then, I didn't have that many things to pack up. You know, luckily, thanks to all you guys that were there, you know, bought a lot of stuff for me. I was able to, like, pack lighter. And I was like, cool. And, I mean, I could probably say the same for the other vendors, too. And, I mean, it was one of these things where we were all rushing, you know. We were just like, boom, boom, boom. And then that's when everybody was, like, now really grabbing their cars and putting them away and, you know. Some people took off early um, at that point. Like, if they were done, they were done, and they, they bounced, um, you know. 
I put my stuff in my car, but then at that point, I was just like, well, let me go see who needs help, you know, because it kind of sucks when you're by yourself and, you know, you need to wrap up or, or break down and, and you're by yourself. And some people don't mind it. I know some people are like, nah, I got it. I'm cool, you know, and they kind of, I guess they like it, but, I, you know, I'm not me. I'm going to be like, oh, man, all sad. I'll be like, man, I'm all by myself. Gee, nah. But, um, you know, you have to go, you know, it was just one of those things, like, people stuck around and, and came together and, like, helped everybody tear down and, and everything because, I mean, you do got to clean up. You know, you got to clean up. You got to bounce. You got everything. You got to get everything going so we could all leave together you know it's best that we all leave together at the same time as opposed to like like jam dirtum like we all just like we're all running like kids out the building you know hey somebody hit the fire alarm oh and it was it was funny because somebody was like the fire alarm was going off before the show started and we were like what's going on you know but um you know after that we hung out we all hung out for a bit chopping it up and everything and um it was crazy because there was a moment there was something that happened that day at the end because david anthony garcia was there and unfortunately i mean it was announced that he's had some health problems this year and i mean these health problems are, are like life-threatening you know it was like um i mean i really don't know the details of the degree of what but from what i heard what was announced it was like pretty life-threatening you know and i mean we're very lucky and grateful that he was there he came out he was present at the show um unfortunately at the moment right now you know he's not walking he's in a wheelchair but you know we we want to wish and we want to hope that you know we keep him in our in our thoughts and our prayers for him to get better because i mean uh david anthony garcia is definitely you know a, a legend an artist um someone that's very iconic in the model car world also in the custom world in the pinstripe world i mean you name it you know, he, he's, he's done it all. He's done a lot. And I mean, he's still young, you know, he's so young. And I mean, the, the guy's like a very nice guy, you know, he's a very, very nice guy. And, um, it was awesome to see him there. I mean, we haven't seen each other in so many, it feels like so many years. And the last time I saw David was at the so many ways picnic. And I mean, that's already been like two years or three, maybe. And, um, and it was awesome to see him there. And, you know, there was a moment that happened because when, when I was like, you know, we're bringing out the last final things out of the place. Um, you know, I run into Mark again. I mean, you know, and I told him, I'm like, Hey Mark, did you, do you know that David's here? And he's like, what? Really? No, where? I, I didn't see him. And I told him, Oh, he's inside. It's just, um, you can't see because you're wearing them. You know, we were all wearing the masks, you know? So it's hard to kind of recognize people because you're wearing your mask. So I'm like, yeah, he, he's over there. He's wearing his mask. Um, and, uh, but uh, he, I'm all, all, if you want, um, get that car that you have. Get the, and let's, let's go show it to him. And he's like, for real? Yeah, my dude, do it. And he was like, yeah, hell yeah. That, I'm like, dude, like, 
in my mind i'm like this is this is rare you know this occasion is like crazy if you think about it so he's like no 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 yeah i want him to see it i want him to see this car so he he goes to his car he gets it out and he come we come back inside and you know i had already said what's up to david so i come back and i'm like hey david um check it out um this is mark you probably haven't seen him in years but he knows you and then mark comes you know he steps aside and he's like hey what's up man and and then he he busts out the car and he's like check it out he's like you pinstriped this car for me you know when you worked at pegasus and i mean this was probably more than like 20 some years right so he shows it to him and i thought it was awesome that you know he like he, he like put it in his hands and and david's like looking at it and it was just like a moment right there where a light came full circle where that car finally got to see like david again and david got to see the car what he did his artistry many years ago and he was just telling him like yeah man like i remember you know i i brought you the body at pegasus like mark remembers like he has a very good memory and he just remembers giving him all the details and and he just david was like tripping out and he was just laughing like he was happy you know and and that was like a really nice uh thing to see um i, I recorded a, a, a small clip of that that very moment too and um uh, and also i took in some photos as well but i just thought it was cool it was awesome like to see that you know it, it, and and i'm just thinking like dude what if mark would have never came to the show this moment would have never happened what if david never would have never came to the show that would have never happened like they got these they got to see each other you know because of the show if the show wouldn't have happened that wouldn't have happened you know there's all these different variables that are in the thing which is crazy but i just was like very happy that i got to witness it i got to see it and you know as um as you know the show's over and everyone's still hanging out. I'm just thinking in my mind, like, you know, it would be awesome if we took like a, a group shot, like a group shot of everybody. So, you know, the word got spread. We Everybody, come on, let's go take a group shot. And we got together. We took a photo. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm still trying to get that photo. I don't know. <laughs> I should have gave them my phone. I've already I would have already posted the photo by now, you know. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know who ended up with the photos. But we took a group shot photos with everybody, with David, too. And it was awesome. Like, you know, we had people that flew in from far away. Even Chip a T last minute was there. And um, he just announced, too. Shout out to him. He created a podcast. So make sure you check that out. I know he announced it on his Instagram. He was there. And I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, it, it just, and this is the thing. I didn't even see him. Oh, wait, I did see him in, like, I think through the, the second half of the show and then at the very end, you know. But in the early morning, I didn't um, see him. And then Smooth, too. I ran into Smooth. He came all the way from Vegas. And it was just crazy. I saw him at the end when I was on. I'm like, dude, what's up? And then he, it was it was just a funny thing, right? We just get here. No, dude. <laughs> We both have been here. It's just we didn't see each other, you know. But it was it was cool. And then I mean George, I, he came all the way from New Jersey again, you know. He, he came from far. Um. So it it was just and then um, Wes also came out. I think I think he's based out in St. Louis. I want to say. 
um, correct me if I'm wrong, Wes. But you know, I know you. I knew you flew in from far, and um, and it was just cool, you know, seeing everybody there. And um, but yeah, once it was done, I had a bounce. I had to go. I headed home. Um, I think they all still hung out, and they went to Willie's house and they chilled. I wish I could have gone. That would have been dope, just to like chill with everybody, you know. But that right there, I mean, there was a lot of cars, and it was just awesome. If you walked up and down the tables, you would kept discovering car, another one, and another one, like cars that you missed. Um, there was a lot of new cars. Even Juan Amesco busted out with the new Rivi. Uh, a lot of people came out with new cars, you know. And and it was just it was just crazy to see all this, and and um, I mean. I'm gonna end it right there. That's that's my my uh, my wrap up for the recap. So now the next segment is my thoughts. All right, my thoughts on the show. So after all this that just happened, what are my thoughts? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? You know? And I mean, I came out of there inspired. I came out of there happy. I came out of there just like seeing like the magic and the artistry and the camaraderie, the community, like I saw it all right there unfold in front of my eyes, you know, um, everybody in there like knew each other, you know, there were some people that were there for their first time. They even said this was their first show they had ever gone to and they were just happy and they wanted to know when was the next one and that excitement it reminded me of me when I was going to when I went to my first like model car show which was the um, the Cadillac Fest with the Whittier Boulevard for me that was my official show because I was surrounded around what people like to say is all the heavy hitters right and I didn't, I knew who some were, but I didn't know them all yet, right? And I mean, that show for me is very memorable. You know, there's so many shows I've gone to from that time leading up to now. But in my book, you know, the, the Whittier Boulevard show at Cadillac Fest, that's definitely in the books for me. Um... And also the the time, I mean, when I went to Japan, that's definitely another one, but I don't want to throw it up in that category just because that's only, that's my experience with my friends. You guys, like not everybody was there. I can't count that. But for one that's in, I'm talking about like Southern California shows, you know, definitely this dedicated one for me is up there. You know, it it's up there, like for sure. Um... And it's just nice knowing that everybody knows each other. Everybody there, you know, is showing love. Everybody is, like, chilling with each other, talking with each other, taking photos, posting, like, everything. Like, it, it was just awesome to see that. Like, nobody was there with no negative vibes. Like, whatever negative vibes you see on Instagram, Facebook, or wherever... You don't see that in person. You don't see that at these shows. And if people are acting up like that online, 
they're not part of the community. They're not. They're honestly not. Because if they were, they would be at these shows. Why aren't they at these shows? Why aren't they? Um, it just goes to show, like, you know, actions speak louder than words. And, I mean, everybody took action to be there. Everybody took action to support Dedicated Magazine, you know? Everybody was there to see each other, you know? Um, I understand that, you know, like I said earlier, some people missed out and they couldn't make it. And, I mean, some people probably had to work on Saturday, you know? Maybe some people had responsibilities. They had to take their kids to, you know, a sports event or practice or something, you know? Maybe, you know, there's so many things going on on a Saturday, you know, and um, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to get at is like if if there's any negativity in the model community that's been going on for for a long time and these shows pop up, but then you never see like people, it's almost like you don't even count. Like, who are you? You just don't. In my book, you don't count, you know? I'm pretty sure for a lot of you guys, too. It's like a wash. Like, it's like, I don't even care what you have to say, you know? I'm not paying attention. Like, I'm not. And I feel like everybody who was there, you know, and and even even for those that weren't there, but, you know, the, the, they, they do a lot for the community. Like, props to all you guys, man. You know, and, and honestly, like... It was just one of these things where I just see the evolution of the model game. It's just the artistry just keeps getting pushed, pushed to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. Um, if you think back to the time when, you know, when we just started, it's all struggles, right? We're trying to learn how to paint. It's not coming out right. We're trying to learn how to clear. It's not coming out right. We're messing up when we do bare metal foil, um, you know, we're messing up here, we're messing up there, we're getting glue, we're fogging up the windows, right? In the beginning, it's all errors. But after so many years, obviously, you're going to get better. You're going to get better from your mistakes and better and better and better. I feel like now, even if you're coming into the game new, you have a, a huge advantage and a huge head start now because if you're new, to the model game and you link up with me you link up with whoever that's like building model cars you know that's on the top level and i'm not trying to say that i'm on a top level but i'm just saying that like anybody who already has the knowledge and the experience is gonna guide you and tell you what you need what to do and you're gonna execute it and it's almost like you're a protege and you're just going to be like, you're going to be pretty dope right off the bat. I'll tell you that right there. Um, because you want to learn, you know? And, I mean, you link up with, like, anybody from any, any model car club, anybody in the community. If you pick one person out that's busting out with stuff, trust me, you have an advantage. And, I mean... At the same time, your creativity has to kick in, right? But now, for those that have been doing it for more than 25 years, 
for more than 10 years, you know, five years, it's like the level, the level of model building, it just keeps escalating even more where your next build is already like flawless, right? Your next, your paint job, you're not even trying to figure out how to do a fade. You're not trying to figure out how to do a flake job. You already know how to do it. It's like back then it was like, yo, how do you do it? How do you do it? Now, like, it's like, bam, everybody knows how to do it, you know? And if you don't know, you're going to find out quick and you're going to bust out. And that's awesome. Like, that's dope. Um, it's almost like whatever genre of building you want to dive into right now and you don't know about it, you could, you could get into it and you're going to learn quick and you're going to bust out, you know? And, and it just doesn't have to be lowriders, you know? It could be the imports, it could be the JDM stuff, the muscle cars, like anything, anything. Like you could get into it and, and you're going to execute it. Look at some years back. What was the struggle of the wheels, right? We're, we're struggling about tire, like like rims, like, you know. Um, now we're at the point where like Gavin's like a savior. He keeps busting out with his wheels, especially for lowriders. I remember when... When I, I noticed that, man, it's like a struggle to get wheels. In my, in my mind, I was already going like, you know what? I don't, I don't even care anymore. I, like, if I'm going to build a car, I don't even want to put wheels on it. I'm just going to put it on some jack stands and, like, pretend or think it's, like, some show car, supposedly. Right? Just because, like, I, I don't want to have headaches about dealing with, like, oh, I can't get wheels. I can't get wheels, you know? Now, we can get them. And... I feel like we can get anything now, everything. There's no excuse as to we cannot get this, we can't get that. Um, things are being 3D printed left and right, you know? And, I mean, it's just a trip, you know? What's going to happen within the next five years? Let's try to think about that. In five years, where is the model game going to be, you know? I know in five years, there's going to be a lot of people still building that are building right now, but there's also going to be like a new school class of artists, model builders that are going to come into the scene and they might be younger or they might be older jumping into this or coming back. You know, there's going to be different things, but it's definitely definitely going to be on another level you know it's going to be one of those things where definitely the cars are going to be like working lights probably a running engine um someone's going to be putting like a, a running drive shaft you know switches for it to hop um to play music to run like an rc car and they're gonna they're gonna squeeze it all in there somehow. They're gonna find a way. They're gonna find a way, dude. In five years, they're gonna find a way to squeeze everything in, have a fully functioning working car at a 124, 125th scale. It's not gonna be, you know. I mean, some people are doing that with 164 scale, but for this for our scale that that we do, there someone's gonna come out with that. It's gonna happen at some point from now to five years, within five years, that technology, that artistry, that mindset, you know, the technology is gonna be there. It probably already exists, 
It's just putting it together. Um, fully functioning cars, you know, it's it's gonna get to that point, and it's just gonna it's just gonna keep like evolving and evolving and. I don't know. It could be one of these things where it starts to get recognized, you know, somewhere or it starts to like a platform where it just gets more more crazier. I mean, right now it's it's still like I still consider it like an underground thing what we're into, what we do. You know, it's not it's not like being publicized on TV or anything like that. You know, it's not like on the newspaper or anything like that. It's more of our underground thing, but we uh, we promote it online. We're we're pretty strong online promoting it. People are aware of model builders online for sure, no doubt about it. People see the photos. People come across it. You know, if you're a model builder, trust me, you're making some noise. And everybody who you know that follows you knows that you're a model builder, you're an artist, and you're creating. And by you sharing your work, they become fans, and then they spread, and then you gain more fans, and you, and you keep going from there, you know? Um, so, I mean, props to the guys for throwing this show. Thank you for throwing this show. And then, you know, and, and this is in behalf, not only me, but I could speak from everybody. Thank you for doing this show. Um, you know, it, it takes a special um, group of people to put a show like this. And, you know, you guys were it. You guys nailed it. You guys got down. Props to you guys. And also, you know, the staff, everybody involved, everybody involved, you know, Um I definitely everybody came together and and did it. I also wanna, um, you know, I'm I'm happy and grateful that everybody got home safe, because I know um, people traveled, people flew, drove, and and everything. And I'm just glad. I'm happy that everybody was able to get home safe, you know. Um, and now everybody's back with their families, back to normal life, working, you know. Uh, recovering I mean I was exhausted Sunday Monday like barely right now I'm I'm, I'm back like my energy's back I can only imagine how the, the guys must have felt and even the people who traveled you know but um, thank you guys for coming back to California who traveled in and um, the next uh, thing I wanted to uh, make an announcement on is um, vending so I had such a great time and I had, um, you know, a great turnout with my, with my vending booth that definitely has helped my business to grow that, um, I'm going to do it again, the vending. And, and this is, um, I'm going to be, it's going to be taking place. I'm going to mention, um, so Art Lasky is going to be having the SoCal open show again. Um, this is going to be Sunday, October 3rd, 2021. So this is taking place from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And it's at the Rancho San Antonio Boys Home Gymnasium, 21000 Plumber Street in Chatsworth. Um, this show, he's done it in the past for numerous years, and I've gone to it. It's a great show. 
Um, it's in the valley, so this is, you know, not too far from LA, not too far from Ventura County, and and it's it's also like another center area where people can come out from different places to participate in this event. Um, you know, due to COVID, the show has been postponed. You know, from last year, early on to this year, and so forth. But now it's set in stone. Um, they're they're not gonna cancel it unless you know some emergency thing happens. From now to then, let's hope not. You know, let, let's hope you know things pan out. People are safe. Um, let, let's just let's hope for the best. But um, it's gonna be fifteen dollars unlimited model entry, pre-registered. Uh, Twenty dollars unlimited model entry day of show. Um, so. You know, obviously, if you do this ahead of time, it's gonna be 15 bucks and you can bring as many cars as you want. But if you wait till the last minute or the day of, or you know, if you just decide that day, all right, I'm gonna enter and I'll do it when I get there, it's gonna be 20 bucks. Um, the kids, which they call the juniors class, is free and it's free to the public, it's a free event. So you can just park and, and walk into the premises and walk into the gymnasium and you're good to go. Um, so there's gonna be raffles, there's gonna be um, vendors, uh, there's gonna be like food. Oh, I remember there's tons of food everywhere. Lots of different vendors like selling stuff. If you guys want more info on this, just visit LaskyScale.com backslash uh, so hyphen cal hyphen open. Um, or just, you know, LaskyScale.com I'm pretty sure directly from there to the uh, to the flyer, but that show's coming up, and I've already um, booked my table. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be vending, so this is gonna be my second event vending. Scale riders will be there again in attendance, um, and also I will I I have wheels coming in from Japan from Gavin again, and I'm gonna have these at the show presented so you guys could you know if you guys are looking for them and you and you want to get them or see them in person i will have them there um that day so right now we're in the month of august um this weekend coming up is going to be my daughter's birthday she's turning one um you know maybe by the time you guys hear this you know um it's it's already gonna be saturday or something but happy birthday to my baby um She's gonna be one years old. If you guys ever wonder what her name is, it's Nina. Um, her middle name is Audrey, so it's Nina Audrey. And um, it's, it's a trip. You know, I still remember finding out when she was gonna be born and that we were gonna have a baby. And then when she was gonna be born, and then now she's turning one. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. Uh, you know, life, it reminds me of being a kid. It reminds me of when I had my, you know, when my parents had my sister and then seeing my little sister grow up, my little brother and things like that, you know, little cousins and all that stuff. But now having like your own, it's like very special. So um, her her birthday's coming up. Happy birthday to her. Um, I'm, we're, we're all just happy, you know, and, and very grateful for her. And the month of September is going to be like a critical month for me because it's like, from a business standpoint, I have to start gathering my products that I want to 
bring to the show because the show's on October 3rd. It's like that first weekend of October. So like if I'm going to be ordering items from Japan, from Korea, Hong Kong, China, uh, Australia, anywhere from around the world, um, I got to order it now. So this way I get it within two, three weeks. Sometimes it might even take up to a month, you know, but it's one of these things where I need to lock that down now. Um, and it's like, it's like I'm still waiting on my display order, you know, I don't know. You know, I'm not even trying to think about it. It's, it's in transit, but that thing might take a long time to get, but I'm hoping that it gets here in time for at least this show. I was hoping it was going to be ready so I could take it to the dedicated show, but that didn't happen. So now I'm hoping that it happens to this one. So I'm hoping to bring new products out to this event. Um, and as time goes on, I mean, you know, things are going to change. Um, the, there'll be a, a lot more other things that I'll have available at the show, you know, as far as products, but also like the, the way that I'll be conducting business, you know, um, thank you Art Lasky for, um, also showing me and teaching me, um, about, um, uh, your POS system. And, you know, it, it's something that, you know, I definitely want to have as well. So it, it's more legit, you know, because I know some people, want to use their cards and all that and and you know i want to be ready as well for all that and and we'll see what other future shows that i'll do i know for now uh the one with art i'm definitely um you know i'm already signed up i'm gonna be there and um and we'll see what other future shows come about and and you know if anything does go through then i'll make an announcement for those shows hopefully it's a show that's in your area where I could come out and you guys could come say what's up. Um, so yeah, so that's going down and, um, and you know, big shout outs to Gavin. You know, if you guys are looking for wheels and you want them now, make sure you visit lowridermodelcarparts.com. Um, check out his inventory, see what he has. Um, some stuff, you know, he's been selling out quick. Some stuff's just hard to find. And then there's other stuff that I would recommend if it's on, if it's available, get it, just buy it because you don't want to regret it later. Like, dang, you know, then you have to wait for the, the next round of stuff, but, um, make sure you check them out. And I mean, if you're listening to this, Gavin, I mean, you have a, you, you have an awesome product. It, um, you know, it did great. It sold out and, you know, hopefully, you know, we, we could continue doing things like this in the future for shows and uh, keep up the good work. And everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, this is episode number 140. I'm going to wrap things up. It's getting kind of late. And I mean, I let's see. Man, it's already an hour. I got at least an hour into it. So that's good. That's good right there. I'm happy with that. But on that note, um, just be safe out there. Uh, keep building. You know, keep building up those relationships. If you haven't been to a show or anything, you know, try to come out, come out to a show, see what's up, see the vibes, see how things are. Um, don't be shy, say hi to people, you know, and um, let people know who you are. And then, you know, more and more, we will start to see each other and hang out and stuff like that. So um, peace out, guys. Be safe and stay tuned for the next episode. And um, please visit skillwriters.com if you need hobby tools, paints, styrene, kits, 
and so forth. Uh, please visit us there. And thank you for the support. Peace.